This is the Move With Me podcast with your host, James Ramos of Ramos Design Build. Real estate with real people. JamesRamos.com. Interesting guests, interesting topics, all with you in mind. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Here's James with today's featured guest. All right, we're here with a great guest. He is running for mayor. His name is Topher Morrison. Topher, welcome. I'm glad to be here, my friend. Thank you so much. So let me let me brag a little bit about you. So you've you've uh, been a mentor of mine. You've been a consultant of of my corporations, and you've done a fantastic job. We've we've you've helped me wrote, write a book. Indeed, yeah, um, it's an unworthy title, my friend, because I feel like you mentor me just as much, but. Thank you. And um, all the brochures and things and the consulting advice that you've given st- has been I stole invaluable. I stole some of them yesterday from your... Oh, By yeah? the way, if on this show I talk way too fast, it's solely your fault. Because <laughs> this morning I had a really nice coffee at uh, Indigo Coffee House and Wine right. Bar. Like, a little plug-in for your, your coffee house. My favorite coffee house and wine bar in the downtown area. Indigo Coffee, great place. Yeah, you're always there. Well, your office is right near there in downtown. Uh, I should. I've I've spent so much money there. I, I can actually be a co-owner yeah. at this point in time. <laughs> oh, we by need the to way, keep you in town. So we're doing Facebook Live during the same podcast, and I just want to point out what kind of a host James Ramos is. So he offers me a water, right? I go, yeah, I'll take a water, and then he hands it to me. And then the whole thing is frozen. I might, if I put this between my legs, might have just enough to melt and gotta, sip by the end of the show. Gotta lick it <laughs> like a cat. All right, man. So, so walk us through. So, I'm 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 in your head right now, and yep. and you're a pretty successful guy. You have a you have an incredible business, and it's growing. You've you've written four books, four best selling uh, books. Um, the latest one was Collaboration Economy, and now you want to be a mayor. Yeah, weird, huh? Pretty weird. Yeah. Are we talking about mayor stuff or are we talking about business stuff? No, let's talk about mayor. Sweet. Let's, let's, let's That's talk cool. About, let's just talk about what you're going to do for the city. That works for Specifically me. Specifically in real estate, you know, where it impacts me. <laughs> I tell you, my developers are going to love me because I am all pro-development for sure. I'm, okay. I'm pro-smart development, not just yeah. development for yeah. development's sake, though. Uh, here's the big thing. You know, if you look at cities around the globe, the most influential cities out there, the ones that have the greatest level of power, the biggest amount of influence, they all have a sense of self. There is an identity that that whole city has that every resident can rally behind and get behind, right? So if you think about cities like um, uh, Australia, uh, Sydney, Australia, it's all about the Opera House. Uh, you go to Paris, it's all about the Eiffel Tower. Sometimes it's a, a building or a structure. Sometimes it's just, it's just like a vibe, like Sin City for Vegas or the weird right. hipster community in Portland. And if you look here in Florida, right, check this out. Orlando's got the mouse. Daytona's got the cars. Miami's got spring break capital of the world. St. Pete's got the arts. Clearwater's got the beaches. Tallahassee's got the capital. What's Tampa have? Medical? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody ever knows, right? Like, it's yeah. just, it's kind of a crapshoot. Right. And, and that's a problem for us because we don't know what we want to be as a city when we grow up. And the impact or the result of that is we just keep saying, we're the America's next great city. And we've been saying that for the past 30 years. And right. I think we need to very consciously develop a brand or an identity that every resident can get behind. Because let me tell you, when somebody visits Tampa, if they can't get into a cab and that cab driver can say in less than three words what this city is known for, that's an identity problem. And right. I think we have that. And that's something that nobody else is addressing. And I think we need to address that because until we know what we are as a city, we're going to have a real hard time fighting for the things that matter. Like, do we have a Ray stadium? In downtown or do we leave it in st pete how do we solve our transportation issue how much do we control or encourage development 
uh, mm -hmm. how much housing. So all of those things are going to rally around that identity. If we don't have that, I think we're just going to continue to struggle. Well, well, I mean, let, let's speak about the Ray Stadium. I mean, in, in one respect, it incites a lot of issues because, yeah. you know, who wants to fund or, you know, you know, be a, you know, be a. Who's going to stroke the a check? A guy living in Tampa funding, you know, 800, <laughs> close to a billion dollars to, yeah. to fund something that, um, you know, a wealthy guy perceived. Well, you know, you're owns. a builder. You know that if it's quoted at about 890 some million no, right yeah. now, what's it going to end up being? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or so something. So, so what, what is that going to do? I mean, what is. What, what do you think that's going to provide to the city? You know, here, well, here's my, here's my attitude. On Outside that. of the obvious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a small business owner and I've moved my office four times in the last five years. City never gave me one penny to move my office. Yeah. I don't know why the city should be giving the raise any money to move theirs. Now, granted, they could argue that they do a lot more for the community than my tiny little some my, my tiny little humble small business does. But that's not the point. The point is, does does the city get involved in helping private for profit organizations move? If so, that's an interesting precedent they're setting. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not in favor of that. However, as a small business owner, my opinion is this: I'm always looking for a good investment as well. Now, if the raise can come to me and show me how there's a rate of return on an investment from them, I'm more than willing to sit down and listen to that. There's, I mean, you'd kind of be a fool not to listen right. to their proposals. Right. But so far, I haven't heard anything really that's that encouraging to sit me to make me want to sit there and stroke a check for the 500 million deficit or 400 yeah. or 600 is. What it would do for the economy? That's an interesting one. You know, there's really two polarized sides. Some people say it'd be great for the economy. Other people can show data and statistics that say ballparks don't increase the economy. They actually create problems and challenges. And I would agree with that if this ballpark wasn't something so unique and different than anybody else. They really want this to become a porous ballpark. And what they mean by that is that if you're on one side of the stadium and you want to get to the other, you don't have to walk all the way around the block. Mm -hmm. You just walk right through it. And they want this to be a community place. How would you do that? While they're playing. Engineering smart. Well, don't, while they're playing, you can't. Yeah. But th that's the whole point, right? I mean, a stadium's only used for a certain number of days per year. What are they doing with it the other days? And they really do want this to become a community ballpark where on the weekends you can bring your dog into the field. You can do yoga and you can do all these things. Right. And, and, and that's kind of cool. And that could do that could shift those numbers and those statistics where otherwise we might be able to say eh, stadiums aren't going to make any money. They're not going to be good for the economy. Well, this one may. It's, it's certainly we're looking into. Yeah. yeah, typically in other cities that that have had success with it, one being Washington D.C., mm -hmm. you know, they they typically give the rights for development to the owner, you know, and the, and the, and the owner commits to you know multiple developments around, right. which is encouraging. And yep. and what we have in in downtown Tampa is not close to that. You know, it's a small little postage stamp that sure. can provide that. Well, it's a small stadium you know, too. So they really need to yeah. encourage all of the owners that are around that area to really, you know, invest and do the things that they need to do, which I think will, you know, will happen. By and large, the business owners that I've spoken to in Ybor City are very pro ballpark. Yeah, they want, which I get, yeah. you know, because they do know that it's going to increase mm -hmm. the traffic flow and whatnot. Now I've come up with an idea to get this stadium paid for, not by city dollars though. Tell us. Yeah. So one of the things that I've been doing is communicating with the people from Hyperloop. And I'm a big fan of connecting cities to cities with Hyperloop. This is the high-speed bullet train that okay. Elon Musk has developed. It goes over 700 miles an hour. Check this out. From Tampa to Orlando, 10 minutes. From Tampa to Miami, 13 minutes. Now, if we could get a Hyperloop connecting. Do you get whiplash? Uh, nope. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. We'll never get up to 700 miles an hour with those right. short distances, but we can still go pretty damn fast. Now, interesting thing about that, though, is that, it, you know, the big challenge, well, there's several challenges, but one challenge is where do you put the loops? So here's my thinking. If we could get 
Brian from the race to to spend a little bit more money redesigning that beautiful ballpark that I know they've already spent a lot of money on. But if we could get them to install the loop into the actual stadium itself to where it's a part of the structure, right. now it's no longer coded as a sports complex. Now what it is, now it's coded as a transportation, um, transportation yeah. hub for multi-regional, which opens it up to state and federal funds. Right. So maybe the city doesn't have to pay. If we get a little bit creative and we think outside that box and we go, how are other ways we can get this funded? There might be we get some uh, uh, Uncle Sam to give us some federal money. I'll take you know, that. That's one of the things that you get when you get Topher Morrison. I mean, you do get that creativity. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, so, so how would you rank your platforms? I mean, is it is that how you... You know how you guys look at it, or is it? Yeah, so all the politicians have the platform that they're running on. I'm running on three things. Number one is creating that sense of self, that identity, and I want to create the rooftop city. I want to make sure that this city has more rooftop experiences, restaurants, bars, parks, chill lounges, hell, let's put dog parks up there. I don't know. Um, Anything, uh, urban gardens, uh, solar panels. Let's, Let's create more than anywhere else in the country, if not the world. Okay. This gives us something to go behind. So when somebody comes into our town, they go, what do I need to see? You got to check out our rooftops. We got more rooftop bars than any other place. And the cool thing about that, especially in the downtown core, is our city is in such a way that every view is like this multi-million dollar view. And right. a lot of downtowns can't say that. But this could go way beyond that. I was just speaking with the people at uh, um, the Tampa IP district. Uh, up by uh, Bears to Bush Boulevard mm-hmm. from 275 over. And, uh, you know, the University Mall, which is being rebranded as the Uptown Mall, I'd like to see them put a public park on top of the mall. Why is that? Well, because right now nobody goes to malls. Why? Because Amazon is way more convenient. How do you compete with that? There's only one way. You have to make malls more convenient than Amazon. How do you make them more convenient? You create reasons for people to go to the mall that they can't get online. You can't go to a park online. Mm-hmm. There's Amazon will never have a park online that people want to visit more than a live park. Well, right. never never yeah. say never. I could I could eat those words in 100 years or 50 years. You never know. Yeah. But right now, if we could create a public park on top of that mall, think about what they'd do from the development. It'd give the kids in, uh, uh, in that area a place to play. And now they can just walk down, have a pretzel, they can have a smoothie, right. they can buy their clothes and make it more convenient. So All right, so sense of self-identity. Yeah, sense of self. Number two is uh, solving our transportation issues. Yep. Got to solve that. Big problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem, especially when we expect another 700,000 people are going to be living here within the next five to 10 years. We better solve that now. And uh, I've got some creative ideas. Every candidate is talking about multimodal solutions, but rarely do they say what those modes are. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Uh, I've got a step-by-step thing on my website at topherformayor.com. And one thing that I want to implement are urban gondolas, which are kind of crazy. And when people think about it, they're like, what the hell is an urban gondola? But just like those ski lifts that take people up mountains, I want to put them on the ground, uh, uh, on flat surface, not on the ground, right. put them up in the air. And let's get off the roads. Let's reduce the congestion. And let's create something really cool where people would love to, in, to, to ride them. You know, the challenge with mass transit in Tampa right now, as I see it, is that it has a very bad stigma. I mean, James, you've got a pretty good life. If I told you that you could walk to the end of your block and get on a bus and then take that bus into your office and then just walk a half block to your office. Save yourself the money and the time and the convenience. You could take a public bus. Would you do it any? No. No, no way in heck no. would you do that, right? No matter how convenient we make it, the majority of people don't no, want to ride the bus. everyone else did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and how do you do that? You have to change the consciousness of what <clears throat> transit means. Right. Urban gondolas are cool. By the way, if I told you you could walk a half block and then get on a gondola, fly through the sky, see beautiful views, drink a coffee, read the paper, and then that land. That would be cool. 
That's right. See, and there's the difference. Is people are willing to do urban gondolas where they're not willing to do buses. Let's right, change the conscience. We're going to break for a quick commercial break. I'm here with Topher Morrison. You can find him at topherformayor.com. This is James Ramos. You can follow me at jamesramos.com. For investment opportunities in the Tampa Bay market or to follow James Ramos, go to jamesramos.com and sign up for his newsletter. Call Ramos first to design, build, or furnish. Call or text 813-259-1111. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. And when you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.